Hello, listeners, and welcome to another episode of Love is Everywhere, the podcast, the show where I give comedians assignments of things that are supposed to make you happier, and then I talk to them about it, and we find out how it went. Uh, today's guest is Allie Pierce. Mm, can you feel my eyes turning into hearts when I say her name? <laughs> God, I love her. Um, her assignment was all about uh, accomplishing goals, keeping promises to yourself. Isn't that important? Uh, we all got to trust our own word, and this is a, about learning to do that for yourself. Um, uh, she is amazing, and you need to go and see her uh, if you have not before. Uh, she hosts a fantastic show called Slut Parade. It's a sex-positive comedy show. It happens the first Thursday of every month at Comedy Bar, and they're also doing a very special one on March 8th at the Royal Theatre in Toronto for International Women's Day, so you have to go and see that. You have no excuse. Okay, I know that the show sells out all the time, uh, but the Royal's a big place. So you got time. You can get on it right now. Get a ticket. Get a ticket. Also, go and follow her places on uh, all of the all of the places that you follow people because she's great. And uh, Instagram in particular, because she's also really beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) Ali, I'm really, Ali, I'm really sorry for this intro. Anyway, (laughs) I got Matt laughing at me. If you want to go support this podcast in general, you can uh, like it. You can rate it. Rating it would be really nice. Um, If you felt so inclined to leave a review, I would also appreciate that. You could, like, get a large but tasteful tattoo of my face um, (laughs) on your face. Uh, (laughs) No, don't do that. That's really weird. (laughs) Although I do love the idea of getting a tattoo of another person's face on your face. Um, I'm not talking like a small tattoo, like a little portrait on your cheek. I'm talking like my face, but done over top of your (laughs) entire face. This is the weirdest intro that I have ever done for this podcast. Um, and just the most delightful conversation. Uh, so, uh, while you're contemplating, um, getting that tattoo, please enjoy this conversation with Allie Pierce. Allie Pierce. Tracy Hamilton. Thank you for being here. Oh, thank you for having me. Uh, we start with an honest, how are you? So how are you <laughs> for real? That's, I love that. Uh, I'm great. Good. Yes. Um, I'm, I was just saying that I, I rage quit my job today. Yep. So I'm great in that it was long overdue mm-hmm. <laughs> and scared obviously yeah you never rage quit a job that was going well no no (laughs) if that's ever happened I would love to hear about it no it feels good it's like uh I think that it's a a thing that I needed to do to make room in my life for other stuff anyway so it's good no I feel I feel a huge sense of relief that's good yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm an proud underlying of sense of panic. Yes, <laughs> I completely understand that. <laughs> yeah. No, something new and great will come into your life instead. Yeah, I think so too. Mm-hmm. How are you? I am excellent. Good. I am feeling very good today. I'm so happy to hear that. Yeah, I just woke up on the right side of the bed yes. today. It's just been joyous is how That's I feel great. today. That's so beautiful. Yeah. 
Today is one of those days where like I caught myself smiling um too much walking <laughs> down the street oh, alone no. with nothing happening. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you gotta sit in it when you mm-hmm. have it, right? You know? yeah. I cu- okay. I cu- <laughs> this thought is very. This is a very Tracy Hamilton thing. Tell me. Um, I kind of love when the weather is cold enough that you can have it, your scarf above your face, like Why? wrapped around your face, because then I can be making any facial expression I like oh without judgment. Oh my god, you're so funny. <laughs> <laughs> think the world can benefit from from uh, us smiling more like i could just walk down the street smiling if i want yeah to. isn't it weird that when a stranger smiles at you you're immediately like ah yep what no well also there's like i i'm very aware sometimes of uh safety oh yeah i already like just generally no matter what facial expression i'm making i look highly approachable <laughs> like <laughs> Yeah, I look as a woman in the city. That's very not good. approachable. <laughs> People feel very comfortable talking. That's so funny. To me. I don't. So, so I don't have that at all. So I have to compensate um, by trying to make myself look as unapproachable as possible, right. um, which still only gets me to like neutral. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> People often tell me that after they've met me like after they've known me for a while they say that the first time they met me they thought I was going to be really mean really yeah I thought I was going to be bitchy I just like no matter where I go I look like I'm a tourist yeah that's true that's (laughs) (laughs) you do have a very sweet that's my general resting sweet face tourist (laughs) tourist face I love that. I just look, I just look so naive and vulnerable. Yeah, but isn't that great? I guess I'm not, not all the time. I'm not those right, things. You're not actually. <laughs> like, no, you're inside, I feel clever. like a, I'm a pretty badass bitch, actually. You are. You are. But uh, I don't appear that way on the outside. There's got to be a way you you can and or have used that to your advantage. Um, the appearing. Mm-hmm. Vul- you know what? It mostly happens by accident. It's like uh, I get certain special treatment that I'm not oh, inviting. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I ap- appear to be a child. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Young Tracy. <laughs> I've, I've told this, I don't know if I've told this story before on the podcast, but I had one experience where I, I, I was at an airport and I, I checked in my flight and then the guy was like like okay so like you're gonna go to this get you know i'll just walk you there and then like he walked walked me to my gate like closed down his little booth and stopped checking people in and just walked no my gate 100 percent. and did he explain why no and he wasn't like uh trying to hit on me or anything like i know when that's the vibe yeah um no he was he was just like i'll just walk you there and then just walked me to my gate that's so funny. And That's I was so like, random. this is odd. Yeah. Yeah. And you think it's because of what he perceived from you. Yeah. My just general energy. I just look, I don't know, helpless, wow. maybe. No, I have no I idea. I don't think that's true. I don't know what it is. But That's people funny. want to do things like that. Like walk me to my gate. I'll walk you to your gate anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I don't particularly want you to walk me to my gate. Yeah, I'm actually fine. <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> but if you could upgrade me to first class, that would be phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, I would take perks in other yeah. areas. Yeah, you can yeah. leave me here, but just... Hey, actually, I in October, I had 
an experience on a plane where people thought that I was a child that was very funny. Um, did I talk about this on the... Do people have eyes? You don't look like a child. I know. I don't feel like I look like You're a child. You're a grown woman. But I get ID'd when I buy a lottery ticket. Aggressively. <laughs> I mean, that I could understand, but, but looking like a but child? I don't know. Like, I have a child energy or something. I don't wow. know what it is, but people treat me like I am like a helpless little kid. That's so funny. Uh, but I had this moment on... Uh, I was going uh, to Italy when I went to Italy yeah. in October and I was on the plane and like I was uh, by myself and mm-hmm. the other two seats were this uh, like retired couple. Yeah. And they were talking to me a lot, like uh, more than I want. That's my nightmare. I don't want anybody to talk to me. Yeah. I just look like I do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I don't. Yeah. <laughs> but they were talking to me. They were very nice people. Yeah. They're very nice. Um, but they were talking to me for a long time. And then like at a certain point in the conversation, I realized that they thought that I was like, I don't know, like 10 years younger than I actually Whoa. am. Um, based on like the questions that they were asking me <laughs> and stuff. I was like, oh, yeah. And I was like, I getting the feeling now that they are being so nice and chatty with me because they're worried about they're you. worried about me and they think that i'm like a very young person traveling alone they're like to how Europe. did you decorate your dorm this year they were they were like so where do you go to school yeah i love that question and so and i'm like oh like i graduated in 2011 yeah <laughs> like i graduated That's university so a long time ago and then <laughs> when they figured out by my answers to these questions that I was not as young as they thought they were like having trouble backing out of the, oh my <laughs> of the God. conversation and it's like a nine hour flight <laughs> oh my god that's my nightmare it was so funny once it got to that point it was hilarious to me you're like I'm and just it, watching these people music. try and recover from treating me like I was like a, a teenager is was very funny wow no yeah. one has ever made that mistake with me I loved it it was really really enjoyable wow <laughs> forever young anyway enough about me and airports being mistaken for a child traveling alone I'm loving it um let's get into your assignment Oof. 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 so Oof. the two categories that you were interested in were mm-hmm. self-esteem slash self-image yeah and accomplishing goals yeah. So I tried to combine those into one assignment for you. So the assignment that I gave you for the week was that every day you had to make a promise to yourself. It's yeah. just a small promise. And then you had to keep that promise yeah. every day. Yeah. How did that go? It's good. It's interesting because I think I was thinking about this on the way over. And I think it's like very easy to make a list of things that you want to do and then it becomes overwhelming yep and life really is just like an accumulation of small things you Mm -hmm. know and um so I would say that it went well uh and it was catching me in a moment where I'm really trying to change certain things in my life and so you know it was small things like uh like it started with I think there was a day where I was like today I'm gonna work out and I know that the goal isn't, like, necessarily to, like, it could have been not a physical thing. It could have just been, and some days it was just, like, mental mm-hmm. work. Um, but I knew, like, I knew that if I worked out that day, it was going to change my week. Yeah. So I did it, and it did, you know? And it is a domino effect. Mm-hmm. Like, if you just say to yourself, like, hey, I'm going to be just a little bit kinder 
to myself, then everything is different. Yeah. And it, it snowballs in a good way. Yeah. Yeah. Because sometimes, and I think a lot of us deal with this stuff, especially, I mean, no, not just especially if you're in comedy. I think just in general, I hear the way that I talk to myself and I'm so appalled and it's embarrassed. really messed up, right? Yeah. Yes. Like if anybody ever spoke to me the way that I spoke to me. Yes. I would rage quit. This is what I <laughs> this is what I say all the time. Yeah. Is it's like insane. if somebody were to talk to you that way about like a friend. Yeah. And I've never spoken about anybody no, the way that you I talk to myself. Never talk to anybody no. else that way or even think about I would somebody never. else. Yeah. Um in the way that you think about yourself. Yeah. So like it's why kind, do you like yourself alarming. Get away with it? Yeah. yeah. It's really scary. It's it's it, it's actually really scary. Mm-hmm. Because I'm like the major all of the time the things <laughs> that are getting in the way are my own yeah. mental blocks. I don't know. It's it's uh frightening. It is frightening. I've been having this uh this week I've been thinking a lot about it when I'm feeling insecure or like other people aren't perceiving me favorably mm-hmm. um realizing that that is actually not coming from a place of anybody actually having any opinions about me it's just me having opinions about myself like what do you mean so like if somebody is like thinking poorly of you you're trying to change the narrative in your head about it like uh I, i'm making an assumption that somebody's thinking yeah. poorly about me and then i'm like i don't actually know what's going on no. inside of their head and what's going on inside of their head it's is none true. of my business and and honestly, even if they are thinking something negative about me yeah that's like truly none of my business two things that i forget all the time but that are true is that no one thinks about you as much as you think they do nope no one cares what you're up to and also um if people think that way let's just say hypothetically someone which Mm -hmm. i find very unlikely someone is thinking something really bad about you Mm -hmm. that's unless you've kicked their dog the (laughs) odds are they're either not thinking it or it's a reflection of themselves yeah it's usually about them yeah um i read something this week uh that said like you can recall embarrassing moments of your past very easily right Mm -hmm. you probably have a a list of the big ones big Mm -hmm. embarrassing moments from your life and then if you try to uh, imagine an embarrassing moment of someone else's yeah nothing comes to you no, like you don't matter. remember any of it because those experiences don't inform how you feel about people. No, it's so just, like how nobody is them. remembering your embarrassing moments no. either. No, it's true. They're so focused on their own. Yeah, imagine we could think about that every time we go on stage, right? <laughs> oh, wouldn't that be great? Yeah, wouldn't that be funny. great? Yeah, I was. I'm trying to get tape right now, and every time I record my set, I because I audio record everything, mm-hmm. but every time I video record, I bomb. Yep. It's the it's just the curse. ridiculous. I know, <laughs> and it's like no one's doing that. That's no. that's my own thing. Yeah, it's a, it's not because uh, the audience knows that you're no, taping. they don't care. They don't, know. <laughs> they don't care. <laughs> it's just you, yeah. Which is true of just uh, you in the world all all the time. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's funny. Did you keep all of the promises that you made to yourself this week? Yeah, I think like I kept kind of forgetting and then being like oh yeah and Mm -hmm. and coming back to it and and it kind of changed day to day like I think you know there was a day and and there's this whole thing of like uh if you for 
how do I explain this? Like there was a day where I was like, oh, I need, I should meditate. Like I, I'm recognizing that there's anxiety mm-hmm. in my body. And I know that if I meditate, I'm like, well, I never meditate. So like, how really could this help? And blah, like immediately mm-hmm. judging that thing. Yeah. So then just being like, okay, I'm just going to do it. That's, I'm going to do that thing. Mm-hmm. And then if I don't do it tomorrow, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Cause you only made a promise for today. Yeah. Yeah. The, I, I find this exercise really beneficial in a number of ways mm-hmm. where for one thing, it sets an intention for your day yeah. that you're going to do at least one thing that's good for yourself. Yes. The thing that you've promised, whatever yeah. that thing is. Um, and they usually are just small things. Like yeah. I'm going to finally put away the laundry that's on the yeah. desk chair. You yeah. know, I'm going to make dinner at home instead of ordering takeout little things. Yeah. And uh, so it sets an intention for your day that you're going to do at least one thing. Right. Um, which usually, like you said, snowballs into other things or yeah. a, like an ongoing behavior or other parts of your day. Um, also, uh, okay, so how often have you told yourself, oh, I'll get to this thing tomorrow? Every day. All I the time, right? All the time. And when you tell yourself that, you don't like really believe it, do you? Like, no, it's a coping mechanism. Yeah. You like, you're telling yourself out loud, yeah. like, I'm going to get to yeah. that tomorrow. But you don't really believe that you will get to it tomorrow. No. And so doing an exercise like this where you're c- continually keeping promises to yourself, yeah. it makes you trust yourself more. Mm, yeah. Uh, because you're keeping your word to yourself. Yeah. Like if we, um, going back to self-talk and the difference between how you talk to yourself and how you would talk to somebody else. Yeah. If you split yourself into two people for the sake of this, like, imagining of this, mm-hmm. if... The person in front of you made a promise to you and broke it every single day. Yeah. Would you ever believe anything that that person said? No, you wouldn't trust that person at all. not at all. So by making promises to yourself every day and breaking them all the time, you learn not to trust yourself. Yeah, that's a really good point. And that you can't trust your own word and things that you tell yourself. And I think, like, you also have to have conversations with yourself about um, what is realistic and what is... Like, it's easy for me to be like, okay, next week I'm going to work out every day and I'm going to write every day. Yeah, and make like all of these lofty promises that you couldn't possibly keep. Yeah, and then it's like, no wonder I can't Mm -hmm. maintain that. And I think that's another way that we differ in how we talk to ourselves versus how we talk to somebody else. Yeah, because I would never tell someone to do that. No, also (laughs) you would never make such lofty promises that you knew you couldn't keep to somebody else. Exactly. I wouldn't do that. You wouldn't do that. You wouldn't wouldn't say something like that knowing that it's unrealistic and you're probably going to let that person down. You wouldn't risk letting a person down like that. It's true. But you very voluntarily let yourself down that way all the time. And life is made up of like small incremental things that yes. build on each other and it's so hard to remember that to remember that and i'm not um reading this book my boyfriend is reading this book but it's called atomic habits so i'm gonna like grossly misquote it but the mm-hmm. gist of what he was trying to repeat to me so now i'm doing a terrible <laughs> like broken yeah. telephone thing is like instead of having goals and crossing off the goals on your list it's about building habits that support your goals Mm -hmm. which I think is like a very different way of looking at that stuff because if you can create habits that are constantly evolving to support the things that you want in your life you're less likely to quote unquote fail yeah you know because everything gets adjusted 
to to whatever it is that you're working on in that moment. Mm -hmm. So you might have goals, but it's like, okay, my goal is to, let's say, book JFL. So now I need to write every single day. It's like, well, okay, how about writing, how about writing four times a week? Yeah. You know? And then that's going to have a cumulative. Yeah. I think we also have uh, this, we want immediacy. Oh, we when we want something, we want it now. Yeah. So uh, if you give yourself a big goal, which I'm not saying there's anything wrong with putting a big goal in your mind. Yeah. But you put a big goal in your mind and then you try to fast track the way to that goal. And that will not work. No, that will not work. It it would be like the equivalent of doing like a crash diet. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like you're not actually going to achieve results. No. That makes sense in, in right? a long... Or in a healthy way. Yeah. You yeah, know? It's true. Um, Like, if you try... If you were like, oh, I've got a, I've got a book just for laughs this year, so I've yeah. got to write every single day and stuff, and it's too much, and you're putting too much on your plate, then you're going to exhaust yourself, and you're going to keep yourself you from achieving the, yeah. the goal. And even if you got it, you wouldn't be enjoying it in the first place yeah. Yeah. because you're so burnt out, and you hate the thing that you used to love now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you're totally right in, like... Yeah, accumulating habits yeah. that serve good things that you'll want in the future. Yeah, it's like I sometimes I'm and I don't know how true this is, but like I've never really regretted going to a show. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes I'm like dragging my feet and I'm like, oh, yeah, sometimes I don't you really, really don't want to go to the yeah, show. But then once reason. you're there, it's fine. Then once you're there, it's fine. Even if you bomb, it's like, OK, even if it's a bad show, it's like mm-hmm. you're you don't realize it, but you're getting something out of it. And so it, that that kind of like incremental growth, I think that's what I'm. That's another part of it too. Is it's like your your cha- oh, the changes that happen, they don't happen because you booked a show that you covet. They happen because you did those like because you tw- did the work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just it's hard to see it when you're standing in it. You Agreed. Know? Yeah. No. It's 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 difficult to see progress you've made. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Also. Yeah. Because we're so future focused, right? Where we're like looking to the next thing. Yeah. We don't take any time to pat ourselves on the back for what we've done already. Yeah. Yeah. There was a moment this week where I was. um, So I run a show called Slut Parade, Mm -hmm. which is a sex positive comedy show. And I check it out as a comedy. Yes. First Thursday of the month. (laughs) And Slut Parade, like. When I thought of that, it must have been like a year and a half ago. And I just was like, oh, that's such an insane idea. Mm-hmm. Like I could never have the word slut <laughs> on, a on a marquee. And and the reason that I, I wanted that show is because I'm a dirty comic. I talk a lot about sex, dating, relationship stuff. And I, you know, of course I want to be, I want to have the skill set to write clean it's just not where I've I'm landing this early on Mm -hmm. in my career that's fine so now it's become this thing where like I go and do shows they're they're shows that are like they're dirty or whatever and then it's like now I'm competing I'm trying to compete for space with people who are like, well, this is why rape is so funny. Yeah. And it's like, you know what? This isn't my crew. No. (laughs) So it's like, I wanted there to be this middle ground, Yeah, you know, because I'm not afraid to do those shows. I don't give a Mm. shit. I'll do it. I don't care. But it's like, wouldn't it be nice if like there is a mostly female show where 
you don't have to be afraid of the audience. They're yeah. not going to judge you because they came to a show with the word slut in it. Yeah. So, and it's just like about reclaiming that word and having like a bit more power. In, I love in that. Comedy. And I'm so yeah. proud of you thank for you. building this show. Thank you. And thank you so much. And that's the thing is like, when I thought of it, I was like, there's just no way. And then I, you know, emailed Gary at Comedy Bar. Mm-hmm. Great guy. <laughs> and he was like yeah you can do it and I was like what you know and it seems like a silly thing but it it was like oh this is huge and then this week I had my show or yeah on Thursday and it was sold out and I I was like getting ready you know gearing up whatever and it's like I started to get so stressed and anxious i'm like because because the last one i the last one that i hosted i bombed off the top yeah it was brutal (laughs) and and the rest of the comics who were on the show were great and they totally carried it and it was awesome and and it ended up being a great show but Mm -hmm. you know it's like oh i built this and i ruined it when you bomb as a host yeah yeah is it's awful so much worse than a regular bomb you just feel like a little like shameful puppy going back on stage yeah i know you have to go back in between every person and they're like oh you again yeah it's the worst feeling i invited you to my house and you don't like it yeah (laughs) so (laughs) it was just like i don't know like building this narrative of anxiety like just this anxious brain running around being like i don't even want to do the show what mm-hmm. and then i had to stop and be like oh you don't want to go do your sold out show okay yeah. like <laughs> you're being a brat like it's yeah. really hard when you're like that's a great thing what why am i resisting mm-hmm. that like that's a minor success yeah and I'm and I'm shitting all over it, mm-hmm. you know. Because that's what we want to do. Yeah, is we want to shit all over everything yeah. that we do all yeah, the time. Exactly. So I don't know. I kind of I felt like I was able to grasp a little bit of gratitude this week and just be like, okay, you know, you wanted this thing, you're doing it. That's great. so chill out, dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I quit my job. <laughs> I'm proud of you for that too. Yeah, me too. Me too. I was talking about it for a long time. Have you ever been fired from a job? Oh, probably. I've had so many. I have also had so many jobs. (laughs) Not that I was like bad at my job. No, no. But I mean, I've had a job since I was like 14. Exactly. So So it's like, like, I mean, I'm sure at some point I screwed the pooch. I'm trying to think if I've ever been fired. I have the feeling that I have been, but I can't think of what job it was. Like, I don't think it was as that traumatizing. Mm -hmm. I had one where it was like, I would describe it as like a mutual breakup. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's, a, that's where we both a just agreed that it was. Yeah. Over. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, now I really want to think of what it could have been, but I, I'm not sure. But I've done it all. You know, Mine was, the mutual one was pizza pizza. Oh, well, <laughs> yeah, it was no it was matter when it was, it was time job. for you. Yeah. No I kidding. I could have. I wish I could go back in the I, past and tell you not to and go. Like I'm usually a good employee, like whatever job yeah. I have had. Yeah. Because you just, you have, like, even if the thing that you're doing isn't, like, what you love, like, doing it well still feels better than doing oh, it shitty. Oh, for sure. But this job was so soul-crushing yeah. that I was a terrible yeah. employee. Yeah. There are days, like, <laughs> there have been days recently where I'm working and I'm just like, this moment is the worst version of myself. Mm-hmm. And, and everybody around me knows it. And it's like, I can feel myself being such a bitch and just like rude and impatient and like 
you know, thinking that people's very reasonable demands are so unreasonable. Mm-hmm. And, just, and, and when I'm in that feeling, I'm like, this is not actually a who I want to be or who I think I am. So it's like, that's a pretty clear indication of uh, it's time to go. Yeah. <laughs> it's time to move on to the next yeah, thing where you don't feel on. like that. Yeah. 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 Because there's, I mean, of course I left today and I was like, <gasps> what if I never find another job? And it's like, that's, a, that's just not true. Mm-hmm. You know? I like what you said before about uh, like making room for something else. Yeah. So I've in. had like a few people, like obviously I, I've been... Okay, so when I got hired at that job, mm-hmm. I was like, I, there's not a chance that I'll be here for more than a month. And I have been there for over a year. Yeah. I was like, I, I, from the day that I started working there, I was like, I won't be here for more than... Mm-hmm. So, okay. So there's something to be said about that. Because I think that's like me living in a place of fear and being like... I'm willing to tolerate something that's clear. Like, for I work Saturdays and Sundays at this place, and on Friday morning, I would wake up in a bad mood because mm-hmm. I knew it was coming. And I was like, what a terrible way to feel. You we know? used to love to punish ourselves. Yeah. And keep ourselves in situations that aren't good for us. Awful. And, uh, like, yeah, I don't know. Out of some kind of sense of fear but also like obligation and I think that's what it is too like you know I was talking to my mom a couple weeks ago and and she was just like you and and my mom is like a very responsible person she's not um you know kind of flippant in her Mm. decisions but she was just like why are we still talking about this like just quit just call him right now and quit and I was like yeah and she, and she was like, you know, Ali, you're if you continue to work there, you're not going to push yourself. Look, th- this mm-hmm. is me talking a lot about something that ultimately it was just a serving job. It's not a big deal. But it's like, but it was a mental block. Yes. You know, and she was just like, if you just leave, you're going to find something. Mm-hmm. You are cutting yourself off from opportunities by using your brain every weekend there. And yeah, I was kind of like, like putting all of your energy. Exactly. There. And it takes it takes so much more energy to be miserable oh my than God, it does so to feel joy. Much. It's so much more draining. It's so much more draining. And after I, t- I talked to her about that, she, I was like, yeah. And then I was like, I'll sleep on it for a day. And then I woke up the next day and I was panicking because mm-hmm. I was like, oh no, what if I don't have money? Da, 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 da. And then I was like, I'll just stay till I find something else. And then today it was like the straw that broke the camel's back. And also I saw beloved angel sandra badalini last night and she was just like what's up with you like you're being weird Mm -hmm. like you seem off and i was like oh i gotta work tomorrow yeah and she was like get out of there and we had like a really nice like (laughs) yeah chat and it's true it's like if you um i i mean like i was saying before we started like i'm lucky in that like you know i don't have a mortgage i don't have kids i don't have you know i have some savings i am not coming out of a place of extreme poverty Mm. so like i have the luxury to quit my job and be okay and like i'll find something yeah whereas like not everyone has that luxury but it's like yeah there's there's just no reason like i whatever i just it was time to go today was the day people (laughs) people do this all the time with it like not just 
jobs but like friendships relationships, relationships everything yeah, you keep yourself in bad situations that yeah. aren't serving you and aren't good for you for whatever reason the fear reason. of change can be so overwhelming yes the fear of what's on the other side yeah. of something is totally. so overwhelming yeah yeah, yeah that yeah. we'd just rather stay miserable Absolutely. Uh, because we know what tomorrow looks like oh my god yeah that's the whole thing it's just the comfort and the familiarity yeah and the like well i know what it looks like tomorrow if i stay yeah and i don't know what it looks like and then it's like once you break that cycle obviously it's scary it's like you know Mm -hmm. taking the the piece out of the dam that's holding all the water back and like there's there's consequences you know like like I got a mean text from my boss mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, I don't like mean texts. Well, you know what? Yeah. We're all going to live. And it's the same thing. Like when you get out of a relationship, that's not serving you anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, it's scary. You're now going to deal with the re- the emotional repercussions of that. And then you're going to make room for something better. Yeah. I have a, I, I can't remember what the original analogy was. I could use the analogy of like a glass that's full of water mm-hmm. and the water is full to the top. If you want to put more water in that glass, you have to pour a little bit out. Yeah. To make room to, <laughs> to fill with water. more, for more yeah. fresh water, right? Yeah. Um, so it's the same kind of thing. Like you, you're full up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you need exactly. to cut some things out in order to be able to totally. make room for other yeah. things to come into your life, yeah. right? Because even if you're, you know, it, it's a, I, again, I think it's a thing of like, it's a domino effect. Like if you don't actively open up space you you're gonna constantly be in this state of like okay well like that was a promise i kept making to myself and breaking yep you just keep making the promise of i'll I'll find something else i won't be at this job and once i have this well you know what other things are gonna come and that's yeah you'll deal with it then (laughs) yeah you know uh i was talking about this a little bit uh, before off mic Mm -hmm. but some of the best advice slash not advice that i've gotten from my therapist yeah. It's just been me panicking about what ifs in a scenario, like whatever it is. Let's say like um, confronting a person about a thing or like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, but like what if they react this way or like what if this happens? And and he's just like, yeah, it might. I know. <laughs> like, I know. My therapist is the same thing to me. And then you're like, oh. And you're um, like, oh. Okay. Yeah. Like <laughs> like, like sometimes the- <laughs> those things happen. Yeah. And like with the- we have this instinct when we're talking to like friends like if i imagine talking to a friend about that stuff i imagine the friend being like no no they won't react that way yeah, yeah, yeah. everything's gonna be fine when like that's not actually what you, you need don't to know hear. that <laughs> yeah you don't know that so like what you need to hear is the way that my therapist reacted where he's where he's just like yeah they might react yeah. badly and yeah then, they might and go then, that way and then what like and yeah. then you and have so to... that'll still be fine exactly like nothing your world isn't gonna fall apart yeah you just have to you know figure out what you want to get out of it after that yeah it, it's true like maybe you won't get get a neutral mm-hmm. response or an apology or whatever yeah. it might be. And that's, that's fine. okay. Everyone's going to survive. <laughs> and, and everything will still yeah. be okay. And everything will be fine. Right? It's like yeah. with us with comedy, like if we went into every show being like, oh, yeah. but there's a chance I might bomb yeah, so buddy. I can't do this show. <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> you would it's never funny, get on for a stage. while I was like, I mean, I, I can't hang on to that feeling anymore. Uh, but like I was watching a lot of space documentaries <laughs> and I was like, none of it matters. And it was actually like, I had a great week of stand up because it, you know, you become very, you become fearless and yeah, you just put like, things in perspective. Yeah, who cares? And Man, I have not, like, I have not been better at stand up than when there's something 
big going on in my life mm. that just really puts it into perspective and of, you're of able like, to just like this do- is not what is most important no this is not what matters no 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 it's true it's true it's very hard to hang on to that feeling it's fleeting mm-hmm. i think it, i think it continues to come with practice um and time yeah i don't know like i still get afraid of doing poorly and then people are like well i'm not gonna book her again it's mm-hmm. like well you know like there's a show that in toronto that like i really um covet and 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 that producer has only seen me bomb oh no and he still booked me on his show Mm -hmm. and I bombed on a show so and it's like yeah but that was all because I wanted to impress him Mm -hmm. and it's like well you're not gonna get anything useful out of that because that's still you coming at it from a place of fear oh my god yeah Mm -hmm. and like just being this like stiff weird yep puppet and like if you weren't a comedian this would just be like how you approach each day yeah you know yeah. Just like if you zoom out, like we were talking about, about like, this isn't what matters. No. It's like, yeah, this, like, it's, I don't know. It's hard to wrap your mind around it because <laughs> you have to look at it from two different conflicting perspectives yes. at the same time. Where I it's like, like every, <laughs> I, I want you to like me. And every individual moment is the only moment that is happening. Yeah. And so now <laughs> is what is most important yes. because it is the only thing that exists. It's true. And then also zooming out and being like, in the grand scheme of things, none of, none of this, this matters. matters. So it's like, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like, true. None of this, it's true. None of this matters, and none of this is really of any yeah. consequence. And also, every single moment that is happening is the most important moment that has ever happened. It's, uh, <laughs> it's like, you raise an excellent point. Yeah, it is. It's so difficult. It is to wrap your yeah. mind around it. No, you it really like... is. <laughs> and you know what's? Oh, it's and it's funny. Like, and I think that's why um, stand up is so draining because. You're constantly showing up and asking people. You're like putting yourself in front of a bunch of people. Yeah. And being like, so, but do you like me? Yeah. And if you do, make noises with your yeah. mouth. <laughs> you got to tell me out loud. Yeah. Yeah. Like immediate feedback on yeah. my inner thoughts. Constantly. Yeah. And and that's fine. That's what it is. And then sometimes it's just like, it's so much work. And then sometimes it's no it's work so at all. Work. Yeah. You know, it depends on the day. Are you like, uh, I, okay, so to talk about stand up being yes. like, you gotta tell me, you guys gotta tell me out loud right now if you like me. <laughs> yeah. I want, all I want in the world is just for everybody to be telling me exactly what they think about me all the time. Are you kidding me? Like, I need people <laughs> to tell me with words how they feel about me. <laughs> like, that's you, what you I, would like. I would like that very much i would never leave my house i i would like it oh my god i wouldn't even if it's just like a like a one quick like this is not a world that i expect to ever exist and to be clear i'm not (laughs) saying like this is how i ask people to treat me this is not you're gonna regret this is not it but like (laughs) if at the beginning of an interaction Mm -hmm. um somebody could be like i like you and then just proceed (laughs) (laughs) So that I don't have to be parsing every micro expression they make. Is it because you're wondering if people like to you? try and figure out if they like me? Wow! Like when you meet people for the first time, all the time. I can meet wow. you a million times. I'm still wondering if in this current interaction. I mean, you, still you know like what? Me. No, I mean, I definitely. I'm not proud of this. Also, no, no, no. no. <laughs> I, I, I feel that way as well. I mean, I, I, 
Of course, like of course, I I'm think all of us want everybody to yeah, like us. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're <laughs> we're wired that way because we're wired to think like a herd of people yeah, that don't want to be excluded from their yeah and like if you grew yeah if you're not a part of the tribe then you'll die alone yeah from exposure yes yeah. <laughs> yikes <laughs> and isn't it crazy to think like those are where our fears are actually rooted yeah yeah, yeah. like it's, we can write very, all of very this narrative for ourselves of like where the stuff comes from of that but yeah. when it really comes yeah. down to it me being like do you like me is yeah. really just me being like i don't want to die it's true it's true <laughs> i blame a lot of my of my uh no i don't blame a lot of my problems but i'm able to trace back a lot of my quirky things to not having a dad oh yeah like i know like there's specific things i can point out in my life i'm like oh yeah that's a direct yeah. correlation to me growing up without a father but then at the same time, it's like, but I'm also just like a, a Neanderthal mm-hmm. that like craves acceptance from people. Yeah. Because it's like, yes, all of this complicated stuff and nuanced past experiences yeah. and, and traumas and, yeah. and things like that. And um, the way that we were socialized and all of that. But also we're all just dogs who stood up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just dogs who stood up that's the name of your album we're all just dogs who stood <laughs> <Tracy> up <Hamilton. laughs> that's so funny like there's a bunch of stuff even with um ha- what posture we have when we're afraid that is all just survival mm-hmm. stuff that's built in yeah, like where we puff up and when we get... um so like when you're afraid you'll raise your shoulders mm-hmm. and that's to protect your neck because ah, <laughs> you think they're coming yeah, for your neck it is strange mm-hmm. to look at that stuff from like a purely right? sciencey naturey place it's or like when strange. you get nervous and you put your hand over your stomach yeah it's to protect your organs yes because you yes, think they're coming yes. for your organs Ooh. i think about this all the time on stage yeah where like i'll catch myself doing things yeah. like putting my hand over my stomach or yeah. raising my shoulders when i'm on stage because yeah. i'm afraid yeah and then i have to remind myself like I don't think anyone in the audience is interested in no. your organs. And another thing that <laughs> is hard to remember is that um, nobody comes to a show hoping you're going to fail. No, everybody spent money and yeah. like, got a babysitter and yeah. came here and they really want it to go well. They want it to go. They, they want to have a go good back. time. They're actually more, they care more about you. it than you do. Yeah. Because it's really hard to remember You do that. this all the time. And, it, and so this is this person's weekend yeah. or this person's night out. They want it to go well yeah. so bad. And sometimes they are not people against are coming to see stand-up for, like, the first time in their lives. Like, mm-hmm. they've just never been to a show. And then they're coming to a show. Like, they want it to be good. They want to like it. Yeah, they're obviously hoping it's good. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it, that's something I have to remind myself of. Is like, mm-hmm. no one came here being like, oh, I can't wait for yeah. this bitch to fall on her face. You know, like, right? Nobody thinks that. No. Also, like, that's just a good thing to keep in your mind about most Everything. interactions you have with people. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> it's it's really hard to remember. Mm-hmm. Especially in times when you're nervous. It's a good thing to come back to. Like, yeah. I, I do, um, like, some very, very rarely, but I do some acting work. Yes. So I go on auditions, and I'm really nervous in auditions. Yeah, same. I'm, like, really, really nervous in auditions yeah. for some reason. I think because it's, like, not really my world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. and it's everybody else who's there. It's their world. Yes, and yes. Oh, I so totally So I just feel really uncomfortable, you, like you know? And, uh, but, so I try to remind myself, like, the the casting director wants you to be the person. Yeah. Because that means they're Their done day is done. And they can go home. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
That is true. I mean, I don't really audition either. I audition like once every month or every couple mm-hmm. of months. And I'm non-union. I don't know if you are. Me as well. well. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just yeah. go for like commercials. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Same. And it's true. It's like I get there and I'm like everybody who's here for the most part is here because this is what they want to do with their life. Yeah. Because they're an actor. Yeah. And I want and I want to do it because I really wanted to I want to do it because I think it would be really cool and Mm -hmm. and because I wanted to support the rest of my the rest of your art making the rest of my art making and so then I feel bad but it's like well we're all just we're all just trying to get to where we're going yeah (laughs) yeah we're all just we all want it yeah nobody nobody's rooting for you to fail as much as you think no it's true it really is true and just in general it's I think that's like a, a hard thing to remember. Mm. I mean, I think there's maybe like two and a half people in this world that really want me to fail. But also like when Men. you think about that, it's like the people who are if there are people who are really yeah. rooting for you to fail. It's like that's pretty messed up. Like, do you yeah, really care yeah. what those people think? <laughs> no, I don't. I mean, like but I, t- I, I completely. Yeah, like, it yeah, gets yeah, in yeah. your head. I it gets that. in my head. And I think for all of us. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Like. I don't think I'm not like trying to be a victim of no, this I understand. situation. I think I probably yeah. have one or two people who uh, yeah. would hope that things don't work out well for me as well. Exactly. And yeah. and I and I, you know, in some context, I'm like, well, I can't blame you. I'm not a perfect person. Yeah. Um, but but at the same time, it's like what a waste of energy because I certainly don't feel mm-hmm. that way about them or I don't think I feel that way really about anyone. And you know what? Anytime I've felt that way about someone where I like really actively and and it's only recently that I've been able to identify this but mm-hmm. I know like I can think of one person that comes to mind right now where I'm like oh I, I actively actively wanted this person to fail yeah and I was like oh and it, it would like consume me and when I really looked at it and had a conversation with myself it was like what am I afraid of because that's what this yep. is it's not about them so, okay, I I think that they're not deserving. Okay. So what? Mm-hmm. If you want something, you can have it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And and if you don't like how people go after it, it's not your problem. Mm-hmm. It doesn't it's not a reflection of you. It's not your problem. And and that person's success has nothing to do with mine. And we wouldn't be doing the same things anyway. And we're not carbon copies of each other. So it really doesn't matter. Yeah. Just because I think they're really bad. No, it's yeah. like, you know. <laughs> it's me. No, it's me. <laughs> never. My 19-year-old Tracy. <laughs> yeah, whenever I do, uh, like, catch myself having yeah. those gross feelings about another person, you're right. That's a, It's always about you. Yeah, it has nothing to do with them. It has nothing to do with them. No, because if, like even if they're an asshole, yes, which <laughs> like which which still... can be the case. And yeah. you know what? It's like, well, so what? So like what? either things will, yeah, like like the scales will even out. Probably won't work out for them. Cause... No, and like and <laughs> if it does, it's <laughs> but like, like, do you want it that way anyways? Like maybe like I wouldn't want like in this particular situation that I'm thinking about. I'm like, oh, I would never want something that way anyways. Mm-hmm. So who cares? And also like it's not my pig, not my farm. It's not my problem. Exactly. You know. Like, who cares? Exactly. It doesn't matter. It's not your problem. No. And and I was having a conversation with a comedian, Jacob Balshin, mm-hmm. who I adore. And he he said that to, we were talking about something. And he was like, yeah, like other people's success has nothing to do with yours. So who cares? Yeah. Just let everybody do their own thing. And mm-hmm. it's true. It doesn't matter. 
None of this matters. We're all going to the same place. (laughs) We're all going to (laughs) die. So funny. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, we're all just so afraid all the time. Yeah. (laughs) We're all just so afraid. It's true. true, All the time about things that are not real. Yeah, I know. I like know. We're, we're all just like struggling to fall asleep because we think there are monsters under our bed. Well, we're all listening to too much murder stuff. I think that's like that's some of it. <laughs> myself included. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm trying to break that habit. One thing I'm trying to do this year is, um, well, like the never-ending quest of trying to be off my phone. So that's a big thing. I mean, I think as like comics, we use the excuse that we need social media. Yeah. Which I think on some level, and I say this to my therapist all the time, and she's like, okay, but how much do you need it? What's your therapist's first name? uh, I call her Dee Dee, but her name's Deirdre. And it's funny because we never, like, I never say her name to her. So it almost seems foreign to to say it out loud. Um, But she'll she'll say, like, I'll be like, I just want to get off my phone. Like, I wish I didn't have to. And she's like, okay, but like, really, how often do you need to be on it? And it's a good point. So it's like, okay, checking in and being like, okay, how, uh, why am I on this? Because I don't know if this ever happens to you, but I'll be like on Instagram for what feels like hours. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, ugh, what am I doing? I feel so gross. I'll like close it. I'll shut my phone. And then I'm like looking around. I'm like, Mah. and I open it. I instinctively yep. open it to distract. Like, I don't know how often like I would love to know how often during the week when I'm not sleeping other than sleeping mm-hmm. that I'm not actively engaging in something yeah because I'm listening to music I'm listening to podcasts I'm watching Netflix I'm reading I'm on social media mm-hmm. I've been trying to catch myself in this recently with things like being on your phone uh of like oh am I trying to drown something right now yeah 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 yeah, yeah. that's like, exactly what it is am I trying 90% to drown of the time for me I'm like oh I've been like yeah. scrolling mindlessly for like an hour I must be not feeling so good like time to check in with myself totally and be like are you okay like what's going on right now and honestly nothing nothing good has ever ever come from me scrolling on the internet no and like (laughs) like I find too like um maybe Instagram is a little bit different but with Facebook in particular it is such a roller coaster of Mm. emotions I find the opposite really yes I find with with Facebook the most, I like it'll be like, oh, like a cute video of a puppy and a horse making friends. Right. And then like terrible tragedy. And right. then like super fluffy human interest story mm-hmm. and then terrible news. Like it's <laughs> and it's just like so yeah. up and down right. that like I emotionally I cannot take it. And I yeah. like and what I'm realizing is like all I actually want is the fluffy stuff. Right. And I'm just letting in all of this negativity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. That it, it's not serving anything. No, it's not. But yeah, it's I, just like, what are you trying to drown? It's true. And that's a good way to put it because often when I'm on there, I'm either scrolling aimlessly, I'm looking at people that are so hot, mm-hmm. I'm judging myself, and then I'm checking up on people that, you know, I have bad feelings about. Or like, it's just this like keeping up with the Joneses yeah. type. And of course it's, you know, Instagram specifically is a collection of your greatest hits. Yeah. It's not like any kind of real. Reel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not a, like a reflection of what's going on in your life. 
in a real way. Mm-hmm. Um, I really loved. Okay, this is a weird person to reference, but yeah, Jessica Simpson. <laughs> yes, so yeah. I was uh, watching an interview that she was giving where she was talking about, um, like her alcoholism and yeah. her pill addiction and stuff because she's got this book coming yes. out. And um, she talked specifically about this one photo that was taken on a Halloween with her, her husband and her kids. Yeah. And uh, they're all in costume yeah. or whatever. And she was like, I don't remember the rest of that day. I don't remember who got wow. my kids ready. Wow. I don't remember the party. I just, uh, I didn't show up for my family that <sighs> day. I took the picture to make the world think I showed up. That's insane. Right? Yeah. And it's like, that's what it all is. Yeah. It's true. It's true. Doesn't that blow your mind? It's, Jessica Simpson, man. Um, Unexpected places, right? Yeah. But that is that is something. Mm-hmm. You know, there is this um, pressure to be the best version of and yourself. And appear a certain way. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's funny. People will be like people who aren't really obviously ingrained in the stand-up community, which is most people most Um, human people in the world human people like Mm -hmm. I have friends you know let's say we worked together like a couple years ago and we have each other you know they'll be like wow you're really doing it and it's like I mean in some ways I am but in some ways I'm constantly feeling like I'm not doing it totally yes I absolutely agree even like uh people who are in the comedy world yeah and they're like other oh my comedians God, you're all will be over like, the place oh wow like you're so busy and you're yeah, like and really like, doing it because I posted a story yeah and you, you what you're thinking is like oh no that's completely incorrect. yeah I'm constantly beating myself up for yeah, not I'm being at enough mics definitely not enough. doing enough yeah not being booked enough not yeah da, 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 so it's da. just a good thing to remind yourself of, like anybody that you're comparing yourself to is feeling this yeah well, we are all in this together we're all just afraid and we're all gonna die yeah but you know what's funny and you know what's funny i so do you know the artist's way yeah yeah okay have you ever done yeah okay so i've never done the full course but i've done bouts of morning pages morning pages are great yeah highly recommend morning yeah and i think um there was a period in my life before i started doing stand-up so this is maybe like um i'm gonna guess like four years ago let's say i've been doing stand up for two and a half years and only two and a half years really yeah yeah so it'll be three years in the summer so like you've bit. always been here oh tracy <laughs> <Get outta here. laughs> so i think like i i kind of mark things by like obviously big events mm-hmm. in my life and so before i started doing stand up i was in like a, a very long-term relationship i lived with that person and mm-hmm. um you know we owned a house together and and then we broke up and my whole life was different after that because I was so it there's this interesting like point in my life where I had moved into this new apartment um which is the apartment that I now live in I was living with these two people who were strangers I was at a job that I didn't care about I had just gotten out of this relationship and my anxiety was out of control. And Mm -hmm. so I was doing morning pages to try and like get some of that out. And what I was saying in those pages was like, I wish I could get over this relationship. I wish I didn't feel so upset about it. Mm -hmm. I, I, I am so afraid to be living in this new environment. I don't necessarily like these people. The, the, who've, you know, then of course became my, my great friends. And now like Sharon, my roommate who I don't live with anymore, but is like, of course, one of my near and dear friends who Mm -hmm. I will love till I'm dead. And there's a point in there 
where I'm like, I wish I had a new job and I wish that I could pursue stand up. That was a thing that was always at the back of my mind. And now everything's different and better. And it, and I'm standing in it and I'm going like, but it's not enough. And it's like, well, when do you ever feel yeah, and like then you're it's like, enough? It'll never feel like enough. No. And like, it's important to remember like, and hey, remember like things. a minute ago when this was yeah. like a dream of yes, yours yes, that yes. you are currently living? Yeah. There, there are shows <laughs> that I've gotten to do that I remember when I first started, I was like, oh, can you imagine? Mm-hmm. Can you? And there's still shows that I feel that way about, but you know, doing stuff like that, I remember being like, Oh, I could never. Yeah, you I gotta, would like, never take a minute to like to enjoy the to wonder let it sink in of a little. and yeah, like look around like you're your past self. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll do it often with like like a young version of myself, like a yeah. child yeah. version of myself. You know, to look at things with pure wonder, to like mm-hmm. look around your life and and be, be like, like oh, wow, this is, this I would be great. impressed with this person if I was ten years yeah. old. Yeah, yeah. I one thing, um, you know Olivia Stadler, yes, who I love very much. Um, she said something to me one time that I loved, and I I always forget it, but I want to try and remember it. Whenever she's like feeling particularly bad, she, or she's like being really hard on herself, she'll try and remember. She'll try and think of herself in that moment as the child that she was Mm -hmm. so like a six-year-old olivia and then she'll be like i want to give that person a hug oh my god you don't even know okay i just bought this inner child workbook and i'm so afraid oh that's so so afraid like the whole idea of it is like you looking to all of these different ages that you're frozen in inside of yourself and then like parenting those children as yourself it's this like it's a it's a trip I want you to I'm sure I will talk that. about it more on the podcast okay, once I have actually delved it. into it, yeah. but I am truly terrified. Yeah, of I course. started I got like halfway through the introduction where they don't even ask anything of you. It's and literally just, like, just the author of this book being like, "Hey, here's my experience here's what we're going to do." And I'm just like, uh, 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 like yeah, panic, yeah, yeah. panic panic panic, put it yeah, on the shelf. Course. I'm like, of "I'll course. come back to that in 3 of weeks." Of course, cuz you're going to dig into stuff that I know. I'm at, like I think it's the I have this itchy feeling like like it's the next big thing I open mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. Like I, but think about read these like books before you started and... going to therapy. Yeah, you know? right. I I, when I think about I've been in therapy. It's funny because I, uh, start like got out of a relationship, started stand up, started therapy, and got into a new relationship all like within a month. Mm-hmm. And I and I, I remember being like, I feel like I'm, I feel like I just was born. Yeah, like I it, everything I thought I knew. And I think of all the work and all the and all the things that I've done through therapy, and I'm that's when I go, holy shit! Yeah, like I, if I knew, I just can't. Sometimes I can't believe it. Yeah, can we just take a moment to be just so proud of ourselves for all of the work that we have done? Absolutely, and the people that we are now versus a couple of years ago. Yeah, because I sometimes I look back and i'm like oh wow or you'll have a moment where you're like uh your brain you're, re- you're reacting to a situation as your current yes. self and then you clock like oh my gosh this past me would have reacted done. this other way yes totally. and that would seem totally insane to me yeah, now <laughs> yeah 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 but but yeah. oh my god that is so true it's just that thing sometimes i'll catch myself being like oh maybe maybe you have done enough today or mm-hmm. actually maybe you're not a piece of shit isn't that nice <laughs> yeah and you're like oh yeah that's what it's all about yeah 
It's wild. You're not a piece of shit. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> We're all doing our best. We end by me giving the guest a genuine compliment. <gasps> oh, no. Don't do that. I'm going to do it. Oh. You can't stop me. Okay. <laughs> Allie, I just, I, I adore you. I think you're just wonderful. And uh, I treasure every conversation that we have ever had with Thank each other. You. Um. Uh, you just have just such a sweet energy about you <laughs> and you're so genuine like yeah you're not I don't know I just uh, <laughs> this is a hard one not because I can't think of anything but because I just love you so Thank much <laughs> you. I appreciate that and likewise and likewise and you've you've like bailed me out of really strange emotional situation and would happily again yeah ever and I yeah. always know I'm gonna be happy when I see you oh okay here's a way that I can put it yeah all right so <laughs> this is <laughs> this is not to sound harsh to to anyone but do you ever have moments where like you can tell that somebody uh is trying to work their way into your life and you're just like i'm full up on friends right yes. now like yeah oh for sure like maybe you even like are like yeah this person's cool but like i don't, I just I don't, don't have, have room. space for it i just don't have room yeah for any for any new friends right now yeah i'm maxed out i do know that you're one of those people that's like i make room for you <laughs> it's like i could be at capacity and i would still make room that's uh, that is a beautiful compliment thank you <laughs> <laughs> I do know that. I do know that. You know what I mean. <laughs> I do. I do. I do. I do. Yeah, I just think that you're a lovely person. Thank you so much. And That's very sweet. I I love talking to you. Same. I really do too. Yeah. <sighs> it's always positive. Yeah. I just I always feel better. Same. And I feel very comfortable around you. Yeah. Likewise. Yeah. Which I'm an anxious ball of nerves all of the it's time. It's funny. So. I don't perceive you that way at all. People tell me this, yeah, um, but this is how composed. I feel. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> I feel like I am constantly scanning my actions to be, what would a person do? Well, it's not what you're putting out. I'll tell you that. Great. Then I'm yeah. succeeding. Yeah. <laughs> you have us all fooled. <laughs> Allie, thank you so much thank for being Thank you, Tracy. Here. I had a great time. Thank you so much. And uh, listeners, go be nice to yourself. And remember that love is everywhere. And you're not a piece of shit. Ha, 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 ha.